Yo, what's good? Welcome to Counter Currents. This is your host, Petey Steele. And your co-host, Elena Torres. And today we have not one, but two guests, uh, both hilarious comics. Uh, one is someone who's new to the podcast, who we're very excited to have. And the other one is a second time guest, um, also a hilarious comic. We loved having him on last year. And he was so cool that after he headlined Arlington Draft House, he was like, hey, do you know of any good shows? And I was like, yeah. And he came to a mic that we usually do, we used to do on Saturday nights and inviting him to that mic ended up being a huge mistake because <laughs> I had to follow him. <laughs> and this, no is not, this is not a guy you wanna follow. Trust me, I speak from personal experience. So please welcome the very hilarious Fabricio Copano and Francisco Ramos. Yay! Thank you. I, I mean, I'm, let's just clarify, following after doing stand-up, not like in real life. Like, it's like, you know, yeah, 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 I don't want people to know, like, true. you don't follow this guy. Oh, yeah. This car. <laughs> <laughs> you will not do that. Yeah, yeah true. Like, <laughs> true. I maybe mean, should have made that I mean, clear. don't follow me to my car either, but yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm probably just going to be like, hey, I mean, what are you doing? Follow, you follow him me? on social media. It's not that bad. It's yeah, not, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, a, that's a good follow. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having us. This is fun. Oh, thanks for, thanks for coming on. So you guys are coming to Arlington probably when this comes out next week. Have you guys been touring together a lot so far? Is this one of your first dates? Like, how have you guys been approaching comedy and pandemic? I mean, for me, just pretty much virtually, you know, and then slowly have been doing some outside shows here in L.A., mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, you know, shows, driving shows this is one of the first shows that I did. And then uh, and then slowly they're like shows that are like more like with actual people in the audience, you know, like you can hear them, you know, mm -hmm. like backyards or parking lot and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, that's actually going to be this is going to be my first time headlining after this whole pandemic like doing like an actual hour you know so that's gonna be interesting because it's like <laughs> it's like new material with not the practice of it so it's kind of okay. like you know it's uh, i mean I, I i don't i don't like to bring like notebooks or notes or anything like that when i perform because i like to be But for this one, I will because, right. you know, I, I'll have to. Like, I even explain it to the audience, but it's like, you know, like the order of stuff, you know, sometimes it's such a thing that you forget. So, right. uh, but yeah. It's been right. a long time. Yeah. I, well, I, I was in New York um, November or October. So I was able to do some shows in parks and open spaces. Mm -hmm. uh, they have like some shows in um, rooftops and things like that. But also, yeah, the same. It's like we haven't done anything significant in a year so i and i did a lot of shows in spanish and, and, and when i was back in chile for a month because it was just like in the window of time they opened um mm -hmm. and now they're back in in lockdown but uh it's still not the same you know like doing doing material in english and like doing it like i don't know in a constant basis it's gonna take a minute right. uh but still I, i feel the good thing is like we're all in the same month <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah we don't feel alone you don't feel like oh i'm 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 rusty it's like oh everyone is yeah, uh, yeah. is in the same spot and yeah. i think the audience hopefully understands that too you know like yeah like hey you know like it's been a year all right it's like yeah. you also you know have not done anything for a year but, you know so it's like <laughs> like don't judge us you know like, right I well like they don't that... even know how to react you exactly know? Yeah. couple of these mm. small gigs here and people are looking around like oh is it okay to laugh at this or that like they uh. all their social cues and stuff because the only gatherings anybody's had for the last year have been like race riots you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, people don't remember how to laugh people yeah like, what what i, I like <clears throat> no that's not i mean people are just confused about their own laugh so i mean <laughs> I think it's going to take a minute to go back to what it was, but um, I'm still excited about like trying to figure out this again. So I'm looking forward for that. Wow. That's a really actually brilliant statement. I mean, to speak of a comic as an artist, that's somebody that just, you know, it gets taken away from you for a year. It feels like such a huge thing, but then you still get excited to, build it up from scratch again I, that's yeah. that's a good yeah. testament to you I, I, yeah i think it's 
I think that's pretty much, well, I mean, I mean, I'm not speaking for everyone, but I think for me in terms of material, yeah, I feel like I said, I'm going back to when I first started, mm-hmm. you know, like literally like just because of material, but also because the material that I had pre-pandemic, it feels weird to do now. It yeah. feels kind of like, you know, it just feels like, why am I talking about this shit when like, yeah. or, and, oh. and not, and it's not like I'm going to talk about an hour on pandemic stuff, but like there's new stuff that I'm like, that I want to talk about. And also, but I do feel like that, like when I first started, like, you know, working on the new bits and trying them out and, and also even going to trying to get spots just to try them out and see mm-hmm. like, does this, did this work? Does this work? So I, I, but also I am excited about it too, because it just gives you that whole new, it's kind of like a new, an, another turn of what, how you, when you started comedy, you feel that it's mm-hmm. Simon of like, I want to get up. I want to do this. I want to try this up. So I feel the same way now too, as well with like, with this new way of doing comedy, you know? Yeah. It's all, it's weird to be like, well, you know, when you go to a bar and it's full of people and this happens, it's yeah, like, even yeah. it's even subtle stuff like that. That's not necessarily, you know, <laughs> it's not post pandemic yeah, stuff. Yes. So it's been a year, but it feels like it's been 10. So 100%. it's like, oh, remember when you go to a bar, it's like, yeah, when I was young. Yeah. I remember yeah. Those, the good <laughs> yeah. old days. And it's like, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was 2019. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, it feels yeah. weird just to like, um, and I think we all, probably have uh i mean no, no one have like the right answer for this but it's like you have to talk about the pandemic of course because it's like the biggest elephant in the every room in the planet but right. at the same time you don't want to like also do a lot of material about yeah. that because it's so boring you, you yeah. know we, we hate and also people so are much. tired of listening to it and, and like right. they also want to like uh, i, I came here not to hear about it you know what exactly I mean? right. to stop thinking about it and at the yeah. same time i feel like most of the jokes were made at the same time this thing was happening you know we got a mm-hmm. lot of like of course not for, through the through the lens of stand-up but like uh, a lot of memes and, and you we were listening to podcasts look so there was a lot of jokes about like this horrible time uh and and i think yeah it's like you you need to talk about it from your own point of view get a solid joke about it but then you have to move on yeah because yeah. it's a nightmare yeah well i mean it's still ongoing too so people come out yeah. here you crack one of those jokes they're like i risked my life for this shit you know yeah <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, you don't yeah. want to also remind them too much that they're in a pandemic because yeah. of the show, right? Yeah, that's another thing too. I think it's like, I yeah, it's having that that balance of like, hey, I, you know what's going on, but also it's like, all right, let's not just full talk about it or also make it weird either, you know? Mm-hmm. So is that is that balance of like, you know, I mean, I've, I don't know, like doing normal sh- before shows when you had to like there was something that happened, like somebody got drunk and had to kick them out. And like, you still have to kind of like, it's kind of like that feeling of like, well, I have to mention it, but I'm also not going to talk about it for, for the whole, my whole set because it already happened or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And how are the shows over there? I do want to ask that. Like how, so you could speed. I mean, uh, you were saying about like the crowds, like they're weird. And it's like, how are they reacting to, to this whole, you know, because it's still limited capacity, right? It's not. Yeah. Full, yeah. Right? Like what you're going to see, like at Arlington, it fits almost 400 people mm-hmm. and their max is like 90 something. Got it. Got so uh, you're going to see that Arlington, it's like spaced and it's a big place. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it, so the people are really <laughs> spaced out and they're in mm-hmm. like those office chairs. So it's like very <laughs> relaxed. So, and, and the sound, the sound is delayed. <laughs> So don't uh, get scared because at first uh, you're going to go up there and you're going to be like, I'm eating <laughs> shit, but you're not. It's like the way that the sound bounces, especially when it's like when it's not, not that many full, people. Yeah, it's going to you're it's going to throw you off. But you're going to work the shit out of the first two rows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna yeah. need people i mean it's funny it reminds me of like having ptsd of like doing a cruise when like oh, like right. same <laughs> and like they make you because they go like hey go watch the comic in the big biggest theater which is like yeah like a thousand people and then there's like right. 200 spread around right over, right right and right and you, you're just there and like well you know and then so it kind of remind what you were describing. It kind of remind me of that. Yeah, it's you know? it's a lot. It's a lot like that, and that'll throw you off. But I feel like I'm. Yeah. I don't know if I, you guys have all done comedy in pandemic, but something I've noticed. I don't know if it's just here because this has been the only place that I've done comedy in the past year. 
people want crowd work extra. Oh. And my theory is that it's because they haven't had contact with anybody else. Mm. So people. Yeah. They need people, human interaction. Right. Right. Yeah. Like there was a guy I opened but, for Eric. Insult me. Insult me. Right. I need this. Right. I, people are like, pay attention to me. Like I opened <laughs> for, for Erica Rhodes in January. And there was a guy who in the middle of her set, I'm not even kidding, just screamed, this is the first time I've been outside in months. Oh, wow. Like, wow. You know That's what I mean? Like, <laughs> and now you're going to be outside of the venue. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Right. She wasn't even that mad because she said like, the, I just heard a yell and she said yeah. like the way he said it, it was like cute. He was just too excited. But was he fighting with his wife or something? It's like, why no. do you always wear that shirt? This is the first time I've been out here. Let me wear my shirt. This is my favorite shirt. <laughs> I think people honestly, though, I think Elaine is right that they want to get fucked with a little bit because yeah. they're feeling so nervous about themselves. It's sort of yeah. like going to the first couple weeks of partying in college where you go up and there's a bunch of people like sitting around like by the keg. Like, what's mm -hmm. your... Know? and they're just looking for that one guy to kind of break the ice and yeah first one to score you know so it's like playing t-ball you know yeah 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 well that's good because i mean i i was i was expecting to do a lot of crowd work anyways it's like yeah, i don't have yeah. material so i mean i'm sure it's it's a lot like that i had the feeling like everywhere you go everyone want to talk or want to like have some conversation or some kind yeah. of conversation because of course, I mean, it's been, it's been rough. It's been crazy, but it yeah. is weird. I don't know if you noticed, like, because sometimes when I don't virtual shows, it's kind of like the opposite. They don't for virtual shows. It's kind of like, mm -hmm. like do your thing. Like, I don't need you to do crowd work in front. Of, and some, I mean, sometimes I do it because, you know, like you need to do it because you, you right. feel like, are they even like, are you having fun? I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, but so I think, but maybe it's because it's like live and stuff like that. I think it's more of a people do well, want that more. It's more the other day, the other day, I did like a private gig for a company, mm -hmm. uh, and I started doing it. And it was instead of being Zoom, it was in WebEx, and mm -hmm. WebEx is way more like a talk, uh, you know, it's like like a TED talk thing, it's like a TED talk kind of thing. So, okay, I was talking, and you don't see you just see like this the names uh. of these people. So I was like, I don't know what's, I mean, I don't, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> doing this. So I started asking like, there's, there's people here and, you know, someone, you know, put their audio and then someone else put the camera. Mm -hmm. And then I was like doing a, a, a bit and then I just talk with someone, then yeah. another bit and then talking with someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I did it hour because it was just like, <laughs> it was too sad to just try to talk with an empty void. Yeah. yeah. And this way was like, kind of like more conversational. So it was like, okay, but we finished that bit. What about this guy who is, it was like a TV show that you're <laughs> yeah. doing. Um, so that was interesting. It was interesting. But it once again, it's like, I had, it's weird to, it's to tough too. To I actually got kind of like, it's weird too, because you also get in a thing where like, if you talk, If only one person wants to talk, then it's like you, then you talk to that person too much and it just becomes <laughs> yeah. too much about like, all right, move on. It's like, yeah, but nobody wants to turn their mic on. It's like, yeah, how am I going to move on? Yeah, so I had that problem. Annoying. I did a I did a virtual crowd work show. So people had to volunteer to like go in the little uh, Zoom box well, on the top. And then yeah. you you would just talk to them. But obviously it's like it ends up being like the same six people yeah over and that over. volunteer all the time and it's just like you end up finding out everything about their whole lives yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and They're then like, it, yeah it becomes then it just becomes a intervention right you know? right and then you're just like <laughs> look i think you have a problem uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is what we're here this yeah. this wasn't an actual comedy show yeah. we're here to talk to you know so yeah we're here to help yeah. you out uh yeah. Fabrizio, i'm excited to go to dc oh yeah we're, we're excited to have you I think it's be around. Yeah. Fabricio, yeah. what was it? What was it like going? Was it different doing comedy in Chile and then doing comedy in the US? Like what was how did that during pandemic? How how different were those two things? Well, I mean, I, I the cool thing is because of the pandemic, I can do more shows in Chile. You know, they used to be like, ah, you know, we have to pay you a ticket. So eh, maybe next year when we have more budget. 
but this time it was like, okay, let's do it online. So I was able to do a lot of things from here without have to going. And oh. then I had the chance to go for a month and a half. And it was just in the window of time when things were opening. So I was very lucky. And the comedy clubs are opening. And like, there was like, I mean, once again, a lot of shows outdoors, but it, it was great to feel that, okay, I'm, I'm going home and right in the right, in the, in the right time. Um, mm -hmm. So I was able to see all my friends in the, in the, in the, in the, in the clubs and just hang out and like feel back to normal in a way. Uh, and then here, I think the main difference between the shows here and there during this time is being, especially here in LA, haven't been that much. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like in Latin America, they still figure out ways to, of course, doing it illegally or, yeah. or, you know, and, 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 and here in LA, there's so many open spaces and there was not that many shows. So that was interesting, you know, like how maybe like the survival skills of Latinos are more, um, I don't know, they're more functional for times like this. Uh, and Americans kind of like, okay, we don't have the, the resources. Okay. We're not going to do anything till mm -hmm. things come back. But um, yeah, in other countries is like, we need to do something because there's nothing else. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that was interesting. I, I'm, I'm sure. Well, when things go back to normal, I, I hope I can go back to Chile more. Uh, mm -hmm. But it was, it was just like that window of time I was there. It was very interesting to see what they were doing. Do they have a big scene down there for comedy in general? Well, now they have it. It was, uh, when I was started, it was just me and two friends. And now, <laughs> yeah, now there's like comedy clubs and legit uh, venues just for comedy. And uh, yeah, there's like people with podcasts and like everything like they, like here. So that's been very interesting to see. Wow. Is it all in Spanish or do they have like English night or I don't know, something like that? If I were to take a trip. There was one club that it was doing a like a yeah like a show in English for a, for a minute, but it wasn't that successful. I know that in Argentina they have a big one called Gringo Stand Up that they do <laughs> every week or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, there was a time, one time, two years ago, a little bit more, that Neil Brennan was shooting mm -hmm. a commercial in Chile. So mm -hmm. a friend of mine figure out a way to talk to him and we were like hey we can produce you a show if you want you know mm -hmm. like in a comedy club i mean of course in english and he was like okay let's try it and yeah we sold out like four shows and uh, it's like a venue of 200 people and uh it was i mean I, that's when uh, oh there's a lot of people who want to watch you know who want to like see some comedy in english over that's there awesome. so yeah there's there's some there's some room for that Mm -hmm. Francisco, yeah, I think do you in, ever do do you ever do comedy in Spanish or is it yeah comedy? yeah it's actually because me and Fabrizio were like opposite of like you know like how we met it's like oh I want to work because he's always established in Spanish mm -hmm. you know he's like I want to do English and I was like oh yeah I want to do Spanish mm -hmm. so it's like we're both been uh you know kind of like helping each other to work on those areas because mm -hmm. i start i did a little bit when i've back uh a while back in when i did in venezuela you know when i went when i used to go to venezuela to visit and stuff like that mm -hmm. but i've been doing more when yeah when i met uh fabricio and then jesus we kind of started being we actually started a group uh called trifeta where mm -hmm. we basically it's kind of like it's just do st a spanish stand-up you know but like just like the same thing that we do in English, but in Spanish. So we mm. kind of like set up like a monthly show at the at the Hollywood Improv where we bring, you know, we perform, but we also had guests, mm -hmm. you know, and we had like Tom Segura come one, you know, to do mm -hmm. one. We had, you know, Ida Rodriguez do one. So we had people come over and, and that's the way that I've been doing, you know, Spanish stand up. I want to do more. You yeah. know, that's definitely a thing. You know, uh, it's it's hard to do because again, like, as we know, we all know we have to practice. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. We need places to practice. So at least the one that we're doing, the Trifetta one, that's, that was like my place to practice, but now it's hard to like, Hey, go do a show. Like people have asked me to do shows, for example, in Miami, in Spanish, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I tell them like, I'll tell them like, look, I mean, if you want me to, it's going to be like 25 minutes, maybe half hour, but mm -hmm. I can't do an hour right now in Spanish because I don't, I don't have that material. I don't have that ability. You know, if you mm -hmm. wanted me to do it, uh, you know, so I is, is where I am right now, you know, but, you know, hopefully the key, the thing was like before the pandemic, 
you know, we were supposed to kind of like go to Mexico with the whole trifecta thing and kind mm -hmm. of perform there and then hopefully mm -hmm. do other shows in Latin America. I mean, hopefully we can start doing that again once uh, everything gets back to normal, but mm -hmm. that's where I am. But yeah, I love to, I think, uh, I mean, I want to perform in both, you know, English yeah. and Spanish. I think yeah, it's, me it's too. A huge oh. thing. Yeah, me too. And I've been, I'm curious how you guys do it because I'm sure you don't just translate one joke to another because I'm sure some that could work, but others you don't. Like, do you guys have two separate sets or like, how do you? Well, I have, I have two separate sets because, uh, yeah, it's, especially because if you, if you think about Chile and then you think Mexico, it's still, it's like, it's a different world. It's so different. So different. Yeah. You know, so I, when I start traveling, going outside of Chile, first I did shows in Argentina, then Colombia, then Mexico. So all the time I was like shaping different sets. And mm. I was like, okay, this thing works here, but in this country it's not like that. And here, like this word means this and this means something else. So I was all the time doing that. And then when I moved to the States, I was like, okay, let's try to get the first, like the first couple of jokes to be translated because it's kind of like safer in a way, you know, mm -hmm. I already know these bits and they fail. And yeah. I was like, okay, now I need to like rethink and change my mindset and just write in English from scratch. And I think now what's happening that is more interesting is like jokes that works in English, I translate into Spanish and they still work because interesting. That is yeah, because it puts so much so much energy in these jokes in English right. that then when it's so easy for me to bring them back to Spanish, it's like way easier because I know the, the social norms and like the rest of the, 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 the nuances of the language. So right. uh, I've been doing that a lot and it's, and, and it's been really uh, nice to do that system now because I can use jokes in both, both languages. But like the funny thing is like now they start in English. Right, because yeah. English is harder to write. So once you get to your first language, it's easier. It's way, way for me. You that, have you found that too? What do you think? Yeah, for me, it was actually because, again, I started in English. And even though I'm completely talking Spanish, like I when I do stand up, it's all in my my first natural instinct is English. And I think right. English and cry work is in English. And this is like my then. So mm -hmm. like I did what I did is like I've been obviously there's some bits that don't work in that work only in English that don't that work in Spanish. But a lot of my bits, I have also translated them, you know, and they've worked. I mean, and I think my key, what I learned is that is because a lot of them are very universal. So it has nothing to do mm. with uh, with with that like specific place or a specific location or a specific people. You know, mm. they're very universal. So then that makes it easier for me to obviously translate and it still works. And then the key for me is finding the uh, is finding the, the, the right words to use. Yeah, because. That's the, the the hard part because in Spanish, I mean, in, in you know Latin America, you know, there's you know uh, how many countries there are, you know, uh, so like everybody has their own little like way to yeah. say one thing. So it's right. hard to like okay, if I say this word, are they gonna get this? And and also with my accent too, like when I speak, you know, with my Venezuelan accent, if I speak normal, like I we I speak very fast. Mm. And sometimes some words I don't pronounce, you know, like is that mm. very Caribbean, like uh, like so I also have to tell myself when I perform in Spanish, I have to slow down and pronounce better and be like mm -hmm. so I have to become like a like a newscaster kind of like uh mm. type where you sure. pronounce right. well, I have to speak slowly and use words that that if you know Spanish, you will understand, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. and that's I mean, what I like it, to do, too, because I never sorry. And I like I never yeah. grew up in Venezuela either. So like mm -hmm. that's another thing, too, that I sometimes people don't understand that Venezuelan people like in Miami. Hey, come perform in Spanish. I'm like, well, you have to also realize that my bits are not are not going to have to do anything with Venezuela or the government yeah. or I don't know anything about that. Like, like it's going to be very like other talk about my life. So like. Yeah. That's another thing too that 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 I uh, when people like for, especially from Venezuelan people because they're used to Venezuelan comics that mm -hmm. only talk about what's going on in Venezuela and and that's not me. So right, you grew up here, right, in this area. Yeah, I grew up in Maryland and Bethesda, Rockville area. You know, mm -hmm. so like I went to you know middle school, high school, and college over there. So like, and that's why my I go back and think of like, oh, why is my I like doing universal stuff because that's where I grew up. Like all my friends growing up where, I mean, I was like, I would say like, I was like, 
I was during the week I was Frank and then in the weekend I was Francisco, you know, because okay. I had <laughs> right. my American friends from school. Right. You know, which were like and, you know, the, you know, and then and then I had my Latino friends and they were all over from Latin America, Brazil mm -hmm. and Mexico and Argentina. So like I grew up with like knowing how to like make everybody laugh, you know, mm -hmm. that that's understandable. So like and that's mm -hmm. what I like to do. I don't like to be specific about like I'm going to talk about Venezuela, you know, like or, mm -hmm. you know, because that's not mm -hmm. how I grew up. Cool. Mm -hmm. And so do you guys that have you guys been doing any of the trifecta shows in in Spanish now in in L.A. or still only English? No, we haven't. We haven't. We need to. We're waiting. We're, the thing is that we were doing that show at the Hollywood Improv and right. um, we're waiting for that venue to come back and see what right. happened. Yeah. But uh, it was interesting because we well, as Francisco was telling, like we had some Segura and we figured yeah. out that there was a, a lot of. Uh, more people who are interesting in shows in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's a city called Los Angeles. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah. more. Uh, but uh, it's, 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 I mean, I was very uh, proud of that show because I think it was one of the few in Spanish that you can see like, oh, you're going to see good comics doing good material in mm -hmm. another language. And, um, and I hope we can, we can come back pretty soon with that. Yeah, because yeah. it was also a good thing about it, too. I think we established kind of like a show that's like if you like you don't need you didn't need to know the comics. You were just, mm -hmm. you know, went there and realized, oh, it's going to be a fun comedy show. Mm -hmm. And I think that's in the Spanish culture. It's still not I don't think people still like get that. Like you can go to a comedy show and just they even don't. if you don't know the comics, yeah. you know, they can. Because over here, like you see, like people that do perform comedy in LA and they sell it's because they have already a fan base. Right. So they come but in I think, and like, I, I think like very like, like music. I think like, like the, the comic, like all the cultural Latin American journalists, like very t TV uh, yeah. based, like people really like if something, if someone came out on the show, they'll watch it. Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, we, we, we were doing sure that they didn't need, didn't need to like be with famous people. It was just like good comics every, mm -hmm. every weekend. I mean, we, we did once a month. It was once a month, but it was, I mean, once again, yeah. we were like growing to do more and more. And I think when we come back, we're going to come back strong. Yeah. There you go. I, I also think, I mean, tell me if you guys agree, but I also think the Latin American culture, it's not an art. Comedy is like pretty new. Like Mexico City yeah. has, has a comedy scene, but it's really new because I think like the, you know, the bigger arts in Latin America is like the more drama, the better. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? I think yeah. it's like, I think right now comedy in Latin America is like when it started here, like in the seventies and eighties, you know, mm -hmm. where there were only like few crazy people that did it and then slowly started building up and building up and, and it's a culture, you know, like over there when it first started, you know, like I'm assuming people didn't know what it was. They would go to the comedy clubs and stuff like that. But now right. stand up is such a, an American thing that anybody goes to a stand up show. You kind of know, how to behave like I, I mean most people you know like you kind of right. know the like oh i have you know what's my role like one of the first few things that surprised me when i did stand up in spanish is that i uh i talked to somebody in the crowd and they were like weirded out they're like uh what are you doing why are you talking to me because oh, they, really? they <laughs> thought the it was wall. like a, yeah <laughs> right. they, see, right. they see it as like a play or like a one-man show mm -hmm. you know like those because those were the people that are in venezuela that i grew up remember watching and they would do like a like jokes you know like mm -hmm. like uh, you know like uh, Juanito came to the bar you know or or a lot of imi you know imitations and then when you this kind of stand-up which is more like what the American stand-up is it was st still new and I think people are still learning that like you were saying learning that culture of how to what it is you know what mm -hmm. what, what stand-up is mm -hmm. and then Fabrizio did you find when you because you live in LA now right yeah 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 four years and, ago i moved here yeah and so i'm assuming that when you moved you'd made like a pretty big name for yourself in comedy in latin america and then you go to la and you have like that whole culture shock what was that like it was crazy i mean i'm still in the cultural shock i think i'm not at the yeah. other side yet uh but uh at the beginning of course it was weirder because i, I moved here i mean i live in mexico for a year year and a half um and, and that was a good transition, but still, 
I mean, they, I had a lot of ideas. I mean, I have from I, I remember when I started in Chile, it was not nothing. Like it was just me and two friends doing a show in a tango club. So mm -hmm. in, in my mind, America was like in, in some way here, the industry was so uh, developed that uh, I mean, in my mind, it was like a whole system that it, make, it makes sense. And then I moved here and it doesn't make any sense. It's just like <laughs> much more random and uh, based on like clicks and friendship and like uh, connections and like uh, hang out in a club more than like, I don't know what I thought it would be, that it will be like, I don't know, a system of merit or I don't know. I, I, of course, there's some of that. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not none of that, but in my mind, I thought it was, there was like a structure that it was built. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's more similar than than I thought mm -hmm. um, to Chile in, in that way, you know. Uh, and uh, it's been great because at the same time, I have to like start all over again. I, I, as you were saying, in, in Chile and Latin America, I have a fan base and I can do bigger stuff and I can do big venues and all that. And here I was back in the open mic talking to no one and you know like trying to struggle with my uh, english accent and you know all that and like trying to figure out what is the right way to say something and um that humbled me a lot you know helped me a lot of like with with dealing with like uh, other issues you have in your brain you know like mm -hmm. you, where you're supposed to be and like why you're doing this and also it helped me to figure out that i really love this you know because i was like I can drive an hour and a half for a seven minutes gig right. and I am happy, you know, I am not miserable. Mm -hmm. So that's when I learned like, oh, this is like for me, uh, I'm, I'm doing what I love in the way I wanted to do it. And I'm learning and I'm discovering and I finding friends in the way. And mm -hmm. uh, that's that's amazing. So that's as it's been it's been an amazing journey. That's for sure. Yeah, and, and how did you and, guys and he also learn how to that he's a real boy? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> His name is Pinocho. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I actually do. I uh, one thing uh, I do want to say, yeah, like uh, I do like the whole thing that uh, Fabrice is talking about, like starting over again. It's funny because that's what I'm feeling right now again with all the whole pandemic. It's kind of like starting yeah. over again, like. Well, like you want to do this little bar gig and drive, you know, for five minutes, 10 minutes, like, yeah, I'll do it, you know. And then, and, and I think what it shows you is like, yeah, I'm still excited about it. So that yeah. makes sense. It is a passion of what we have that we do. And then I also do one of the reasons I became friends with Fabrizio or that I like is because, yeah, knowing that he already had a huge fan base in Chile and all this stuff. And like he, he came here, he could have like, yeah, and you know what? I'm good over there. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. a big fish over there. I don't need to do this, you know. Mm -hmm. But like the fact that he was very humble and like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do an open mic. I'll do this and all this stuff, you know. Uh, it that's what I, I I liked about him because I was like, oh, this guy's actually it's like true comedian, and mm -hmm. it's not a guy that just wants to be famous and that's it, or just or has an ego and and yeah, him and like another one that I think of is another. His name is uh, Rafinha Bastos. He's Brazilian, mm -hmm. and he's another one too that I also became friends with him because of the same thing. It's a guy who's huge in Brazil, you know, mm -hmm. had like a talk show it was like the Tonight Show, you know, all this stuff, and like and same thing. He moved to LA to to start from scratch and stuff like that, and wasn't you know, and it's it's hard. I mean, I I I, I, I I'm. I never had that feeling because I was <laughs> never been big anywhere, but like to be like, you know, to be a star and to be like, Oh, now I have to do this and do a show in front of five people at one in the morning, you know, mm -hmm. it hits your ego. So it's cool to, 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 to be able to like, you know, get past that and be like, you know what, I'm doing this for the right reasons, not just to be famous or anything like that. Yeah. And yeah. did you, did you guys meet at a show or how did you guys meet? Well, for Fabrizio uh, invited me to a worldwide event of uh, his. Not kidding. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Hey, I'm the biggest star in Chile. Come see me." I was like, "Okay." In a private plane. No, no. The story was like uh, <laughs> we were in this thing called Mas Mejor that it was like an idea of uh, the people from Broadway yeah. Video, the guys who made SNL, to have like a Latino SNL. online uh, version of a cast. Wasn't that Fred Armisen? Yeah, yeah Fred Armisen yeah. and Horatio Sands, they created this yeah. whole thing, which was, it was a cool idea because they brought a lot of good talent from 
not from the U.S., but also from Latin America. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my and first, the first thing I did when I moved here, I was like, I looked the names there and I just tried to write to all of them and just meet mm -hmm. them. And uh, Francisco, yeah, he's, well, you know him. He's a great dude and uh, super fun. And he also like very, um, I mean, the, I, all my friends that I met, like Francisco and Jesus, they, they, they've been like helping me and being nice with me and like being right away like a, a friend. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's great because, yeah, in, in comedy, you can find some some jerks. You can find oh, a yeah. lot of assholes. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so I feel very lucky uh, to have them as my friends. That's great. Right. Yeah, especially friends. I mean, it's important to have friends in comedy and especially friends that you think are really funny. I think it's yeah. really is. That's well, really I think important. that's. That's, I think to me, that's the most important thing. Right. I mean, as a comic, I think like <laughs> I've, uh, like, I don't know, like I could be friends with you, but like not as a comedian, maybe like hey, we can be friends as like, if you're a no, comedian, but you're not that funny. I'm like, I don't know oh, if oh, I could. <laughs> also because you have right. a lot of conversations about comedy. So it's hard when you're yeah. it's not funny. Right. I actually had a friend of mine that my manager kind of like, he's like, hey, you will go check this guy out. So because he's also moved here to see mm -hmm. if he can, you know, hang out and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I went to see a show and I was like, I was, I told, I, I even tell him right now, I was like, I judge you. I was like, I was going to judge you on that set. Like if you didn't do good, I would have been like, ah, yeah, I'm not going to. And not because, and, and, and I don't judge people as a comedian because if they did good, I, I wanted to see if like this guy was an actually a comedian, like how to handle himself or like, you know, having that. Mm -hmm. Sure. That, that swag when you go up there, mm -hmm. even if you're not, even if it's, the, the stuff's not working, you go, you can tell somebody's funny or they know mm -hmm. what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, right. And, uh, but yeah, so I remember doing that. I was like, Oh, okay. This guy, this guy knows his doing. Yeah. I mean, the thing with me and Elena, we have a lot of things in common, luckily, but even after we talk about them for like four minutes, we're just going to end up talking about fucking comedy again. It's true. You know? Yeah. 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 I, mean, yeah I mean, that's what yeah. you're going to do. I mean, yeah, that's, I think, yeah, I think, you need friends in this industry that especially that are friends, but also that work in the industry because mm -hmm. yeah, you need people that, that also can give you good advice, you know, because like Fabrizio was saying, there's a lot of bad people out there and they're yeah. and jealous people or whatever. It's hard, to, just, it's hard to navigate like uh, this mm -hmm. specific industry. I feel that it's not, it's super random. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to understand where things are going, what is success or not, especially now with like social media in the middle. Yeah. You're like, it's more confusing. You know, you think that this is about being funny, but it's not really 100% about that. There's so no. many yeah. other factors and that change your career. So it's just like, so So it's, it, it's make the journey way better if you have friends to yeah. talk about and enjoy yeah. the good and the bad parts of it. So I think yeah. that's it. Always try to give that, that, that advice to younger comics who are starting. It's like, make friends because mm -hmm. you're going to need yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. And also, those are the people that that you're gonna work with you know like i mean mm -hmm. if i get a you know luck of wood if i get a show or something like and i you know i need some i mean, I mean i'm pretty sure i'm gonna hire fabricio for what you know like either as a writer or to be part of the show or to be or whatever you know because i want people that are good and also that are friends yeah, and they can trust and, and stuff yeah. like that they're not gonna be so you know and i think you need that i think i mean and you see examples of it you know like Adam Sandler and his crew, you know, right. he always puts the same people there, you know, and, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Elena's going to need security. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you got to just you get it. Just get on the call sheet. That's all. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a very circuitous landscape comedy is, but I think that's also what's kind of fun about it is it's adventurous and you can decide hey, I'm going to buy a plane ticket and I've done this before and each month go to a new city and just show up, find the mics, do a killer set, you meet people there, you meet the people you got to know, the bigger players, the smaller players, you know, you mm -hmm. stake things out. And there's more scenes in this country than I would have ever believed before yeah. I started, mm -hmm. you know? It's a big, big landscape. I, I think it's kind of fun that way. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, true. And, and that, I think and it's... it's yeah, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, I was saying you can. It's like you said. It's like there's no norm, especially now anymore. Like you can say, you could go 
to any city and perform there and get to know even worldwide too. You can go England or Australia or anywhere mm -hmm. or sure. Paris and perform and, and there's no rule now. There's no and rule. The cool, and the cool thing is that if you, when you met another comic, it's kind of like you met someone who has been in Vietnam. You know, you connect yeah. right away. You yeah. know, the, it's, it's funny because I made comics all over the world and you know in their eyes that they've been like... They've seen some shit. Yeah, yeah. they've seen some shit, you know? <laughs> they, so you, you, you hang out with like the locals uh, and you right away figure out who is like, oh, that's the real comic here. That's the guy who's doing it for because he's the one to be famous. This is the guy who's like this and this. And it's like, I don't know. Once again, you feel like the community is the most important part of it. Like... You uh, have a community and, you know, jump from one community to another and, you know, hang out with different people who have the same passion is everything. Yeah, sure. I think I think especially after pandemic, there's like a shared comic PTSD. Mm. I love that. I, I love think. that you say after pandemic as it's going to it's going to end someday. <laughs> oh. Never, never going to end. Do you really think it's never going to end? Don't say no, that. No, 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 I will. It's, no, it's going to eventually... end. But then it's going to start a different one right away. Oh. <laughs> no, this one end. you don't. You, this one you have to wear Zorro masks. Yeah. <laughs> just cover your. I mean, just, yeah. You can still see your eyes, but the Ninja which, Turtle way, mask. I, I realize that like it's hard to tell people that when you wear a mask like who you know like even when you you know when i go to shows now and i'm like somebody says hi to me i'm like who is that person because right. of the mask is hard to so now i'm thinking like like batman he had it all messed up i mean like because you can't like he should have been wearing a, a mask that we wear now and nobody would have known like but yeah. like covering that the wrong part of his face <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like who are you <laughs> yeah 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 it's like come on we know it's you ben affleck yeah yeah exactly <laughs> No, I, your eyebrows. How do I know who you are with without seeing your eyebrows? That, that happened to me the other day. Someone told me, like, I saw you on the street and you didn't say hi. It's like, <laughs> how am I going to know that? Yeah. From, I mean, how you knew that I was me, first of all. And second is like, how you, you can't tell. I mean, if you see someone with like a mask in his face and sunglasses, it's like that could be anyone because we're in a yeah. pandemic you can't say hi anyway yeah like, exactly, like, exactly. You, can kill, <laughs> you can kill three grannies if you say it. or the best is because i've noticed because you it's so automatic now like i've gone outside wearing a mask sunglasses and a hat mm -hmm. and so like yeah. no one can see any subtleties Nothing. in your face <laughs> so even if you just like go to this which is hilarious now you can also even go into a bank like that and the bank i know says, come on in uh, <laughs> yeah. how much yeah. how much money you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> like let me see your id can't yeah. you tell it's me yeah. like yeah. like there have been so many times where i'll do like some stuff or like you know someone like a car stops and like lets you go and it's you know i'll usually i'll mouth like you. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you just like turn wearing sunglasses and a mask. It's uh it's it's weird. Yeah. Oh, and then how the so the people in the audience, that's a question I would ask. Are they wearing masks or no. are they not wearing they're not wearing masks? No, no, because they gotta sell food at these places. So they you're make right. this rule yeah. where they're like, okay, as long as yeah. you're sitting, but if you get up and don't put it on, then you're in trouble. Yeah, I, I got haven't it. seen anyone get in trouble yet. So. Yeah, and that's that's the advantage of it being really spaced out. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that people aren't scared. Well, that's one of the reasons oh, too oh, so I wanted to do that. Oh yeah. 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 Cause you I mean, that's one of the reasons when I asked is like because my agent was like hey you want to do it and i was like ah because it was still you know back in january and i'm like i don't mm -hmm. know like uh, wait hopefully to get the vaccine or anything like that and i'm like mm -hmm. but then dc one reason i want to do it was like you know because over there they take it more seriously over there it's not like oh, florida yeah. or texas you know like where it doesn't exist and then uh and then they also the venues even though it's inside it's so big and spread out that's one of the reasons also i was like i like that too it's not like a little tiny thing where like everybody's close to you you know yeah. especially as a comic you're on the stage by yourself and it's so high that it's you know you're very separate yeah. from people yeah no yeah. hey you know are you doing the merch table that would be the only place yeah that's the thing i'm not no things. i'm not i mean i'm not bringing merch i mean like i don't think i'm doing merch for uh okay. you know mm -hmm. uh, until I, I get vaccinated or anything like that. Security for yeah. you. I'm double vaccinated, you know. Oh, okay. You're double vaccinated. Was oh, it you yeah, had four vaccines? Yeah. Moderna <laughs> and Pfizer. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson's like, I'm going for the Johnson and Johnson. It's yeah. like, 
Twice. Like you're becoming Johnson a and Johnson and Johnson and Johnson. I want to be part of X Men. <laughs> Boothros, 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 golly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll How think. Many- I'll I'll bring some. Maybe maybe I don't know. I'll think about it if I bring some. But I mean, I'm also like, I'm so focused on just trying to do a good show. Right. And like. Yeah. That is more about like, let me have just have a good show and, you know, don't worry Absolutely. so much about that. You know, but we can right. we can still hand soap or, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer and just, and just put That's my. That's a good idea. And just even yeah. buy, buy it from CVS and just put like just initials on it. It's yeah, like, yeah. is this? Wait, is this, yeah, yeah. It's just right there. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it says Walgreens. Yeah, that'll be $40. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but it's, you'll, you'll see, you'll, you'll like it. And in pandemic, I mean, we've been really lucky to have the option to have that venue because also they've been open for a long time because it's Virginia and Virginia is a lot more relaxed than DC. Than DC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I was going to do the DC, the the DC one, you know, that's the one I was going to do. And then, you know, it closed and stuff like that. So like, that's why they moved me to this one. But but yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, I think you got off lucky. I mean, I wish the DC one was still around, but for something like a pandemic, that would have been a fucking mess. I yeah. mean, that and everything, everyone going to get chips and beer. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Uh, that's yeah, true. that's hard. Yeah, remember that that have like a yeah, like a one bar at the side, so everyone yeah. has to go to the same that's place. Right. Over it's cool over. because it's small and it's kind of like that New York vibe, you know, yeah. which right. I love. But but yeah, for a pandemic right now, it's better the the the, the Arlington one. For yeah, sure. yeah. Just don't think you're bombing. It's the way the sound bounces. It like oh it'll take it'll throw you off. It'll what? unless somebody, even, even somebody yells. Right. Even bombing bombing live is better than Zoom. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Zoom, you don't know if you're bombing, so you just think you're bombing all the time yeah. because you can't hear yeah. anything. You know what is the worst part about Zoom shows? Uh, it's like the feeling after the show ends and you're alone <laughs> in your room, but you have yeah. the energy that you were outside. Yeah. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. that happened to me. I just finished a show and I, I and it's like yeah. I don't know, I, I don't know. Eleven, my 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 wife yeah. is sleeping, but I have like the energy of like, hey, just try this joke tonight. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I sweated. I sweated on Zoom shows, and I don't sweat when I do like live shows and i swear i was like why am i after the show i'm like ah, i did it i'm sweating like i'm like <laughs> and i was like all right i'm gonna go to the kitchen okay cool. yeah. <laughs> you're like i'm wearing pajamas yeah <laughs> so weird the weirdest yeah. feeling is that like ah i did it and then it's like oh i'm alone yeah because <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least you have the when you do a show, whatever, however it happens, at least you have that drive or that walk to to think about it, to be like, uh, maybe I should have done that. Oh, it went well, you know, cool. But yeah, or like, like just to like escalate the energy to like yeah. just go yeah. home and be like a different person. But you have like the, the energy of on stage and then you're like, it's <laughs> then like you just I, turn around. <laughs> I think it like feels yeah. when you have an orgasm and then it's like you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm back to normal. Yeah. And then you're like, OK, well, that's done. Uh... <laughs> Hope I pass out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you passed out after orgasms? I mean, if I'm lucky. <laughs> okay, okay. In a good day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a major. Well, if you're uh, that, ma- that makes sense because if you already had like six vaccines, that's what, yeah, that's that's one of the side effects. <laughs> I mean, you your, your, your antibodies are like <laughs> eating you alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doing your energy. He's an X-Men now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just after sexy fades for a while, but that's it. Other than that, an X Man. <laughs> cool. Well, guys, what do you got besides Arlington? Or anything after that? Uh, for me, I um, I may have a show in in uh, in Montana that I don't know if it's happening or not. It's gonna be in Spanish, so. But oh, I still cool. it's like in first first of May, I think. But I don't have any any uh, any details of it yet. But uh, and then, yeah, hopefully, I mean, I'm trying to set up more shows. You know, hopefully there's going to be more shows here in L.A. too. And we can get back on the whole trifecta thing as well. So but but yeah, I always I always tell people check out my my social media page, you know, Instagram or, or website. And, you know, that's where I put all my stuff. Fantastic. For me, the same. I have something coming up. I'm going to go to Florida, I think, uh, when my vaccine kick in. 
So uh, I'm waiting for that to schedule a, a show over there. Um, and I'm going to do, yeah, two nights, one English, one Spanish. So let's see what happened with that. But like also in my social media, we'll announce everything. Nice. And what's your social media? What are both of your social medias so that people can find you? Well, we have different ones. And uh, <laughs> mine is, yeah. ad, we're not sharing accounts. <laughs> and uh, mine is at Fabrizio Cupano. So everywhere. In every single piece of social media. Uh, yeah, my, and mine is at Francisco Ramos on Twitter and then at F Ramos Comedy on everywhere else Instagram, TikTok, and Venmo. So if you want to just give me money, just you can just always do that as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Cash app too. Cash app, yeah. So that, is that like Venmo? Is that a, like the competition of Venmo? Yeah, the Cash square app? version of Venmo. Oh, it's a square one. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah the square thing I use for for merch stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, good. And we have the Counter Currents Showcase April 29th at Arlington Cinema Draft House, seven o'clock. It'll be myself and Elena, of course, along with Eddie Morrison, Bridget Guerin. Uh, who else, Elena? Uh, uh, Jack quick, Coleman, Jack Coleman, and, and Chris Allen, and Chris Allen. And you know, if you guys want to fly back to DC, uh, both of you guys are welcome to come perform. I'm there, the I'm there. Nice, I'm up. Know, you know, come oh, yeah. do come do a set. Uh, and yeah, come see us. Uh, we want to thank you guys for being on the pod. Thank you for, thank having, you for us. having us. This is fun, absolutely. And we'll see you there at Arlington. Yep. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You guys plug your, pl plug your dates at Arlington. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are coming to. <laughs> that was the whole point. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to edit that, that. No, yeah. And then they were going to be there, uh, me and Fabrizio, at April 9th and 10th at Arlington Draft House. Uh, two shows, uh, Friday and Saturday. I think they're 7 and 9 p.m. So, uh, Yes, come, come to the show. And if you want to come more than once, come because I'm pretty sure all the shows are going to be very different. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, uh, please come. Yeah, please come. It's going to be fun. Cool, cool. All right, everybody. Peace. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Hi, thank you.